If you're going to build something from nothing, you've got to know what really works. I took a $1,000 loan and built a $5 billion business, and now I make smart investments in new businesses on Shark Tank. This is Barbara Corcoran, and you're listening to Business Unusual. Today on Business Unusual, I'll answer your questions about business, motivation, life, or anything else on your mind. But first, how to bounce back from failure. As I built my real estate empire, I got very good at failing, and I got even better at getting back up. It seemed to me all my best successes always happened on the heels of failure. I learned early to fail, and I also learned that insult can be a great motivator. When Sister Stella Marie told me in third grade that I'd always be stupid just because I couldn't learn to read like the other kids, I almost believed her. I've been using that to constantly prove to the world that I'm smart ever since. Ramon Simone, my boyfriend and business partner, left me to marry my secretary, and as he went, he told me, you'll never succeed without me. I later split that company in two, named mine the Corcoran Group, and sold it for $66 million 20 years later. There's great power in an insult, and you can use it to prove the world wrong. When my company began to grow, I blew my first $60,000 profit on a great new idea, or so I thought. I took all our property listings and put them on videotape and called them Homes on Tape, code for H-O-T, hot. I thought I was totally cool and it was a total flop. But I heard from my Navy captain husband that the government was playing war games in real time on this new government thing called the Internet. I threw those videotapes online and sold two apartments in the first week and became the first in my field selling properties on the Internet. And what an advantage that was. I recognized it as the next big thing, the thing that would change how real estate was going to be sold forever. So I registered all my competitors' URLs in my name and waited for them to ask for them. It's not that I wanted to keep them. I just wanted to know when each one woke up to this new thing called the Internet. One of my biggest competitors called last, almost three years later. The first time I gave a speech, I lost my voice and promised myself I would never speak again. But once I got over it, I volunteered to teach a night course at NYU on the only subject I knew, how to sell real estate. It was in that course that I met Carrie Chiang, and she came to work for me. She was soon to become the number one salesperson in all of New York City and still holds that record today. It pays big to recover from failure. When I was invited to be a judge on a new show called Shark Tank, I told the big Hollywood producer that I didn't fish. But Mark Burnett's assistant explained what the show was about, and I signed the contract immediately. Weeks later, she called to say they had changed their minds and hired another woman for the lone female seat. I couldn't believe it, as I had already bought myself a real Hollywood outfit. I quickly sent the producer an email saying, I consider your rejection a lucky charm. All of the biggest successes in my life happened on the heels of failure, and I cited my biggest turnarounds. I told him I bought my own ticket on next week's plane, and he should invite both women out to compete for the lone female seat. Here I am now, 10 seasons later, plugging away on Shark Tank and helping countless young entrepreneurs make their dreams come true. I'm so happy I got back up. You have to realize that every big failure always has an equally big upside, if only you're willing to stay in the game. I find the key to building any big business or any big success in life is your ability to get past failure. 
This is Business Unusual with Barbara Corcoran. And now it's time to answer your questions on Business Unusual. Olivia from Huntsville, Alabama asks, I'm a woman and fairly strong. How do I shake hands like I mean business? That's an odd question, Olivia. I would say that it's equally important for a man or a woman to know how to shake hands in business. I use handshakes as a barometer as to whether I can trust someone or not immediately when I meet them and shake their hand. And it's not about how strong your grip or how eager you are to extend your hand. No, 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 no. What I use is how well the contact is with the hand where the thumb meets the forefinger. If you make a connection there when you shake a hand, even if you're not particularly strong, people will automatically trust you. So see if you're making the contact. If you're backing off, you're going to connote to people that I'm not trustworthy. Ryan from New Orleans, Louisiana asks, I always feel awkward networking. What is the key to successful networking? Ryan, networking has the connotation that you should walk into the room and make everyone like you. Here's my key for networking, and I think I'm the best networker out there. I simply ask people about themselves. Hey, what business are you in? How do you like it? What don't you like about it? Hey, what are you working on lately? I never give people a chance to ask me one single question about myself. And inevitably, before they leave that conversation, they're asking me for my business card. The key to good networking is being interested in people and asking as many questions of each person genuinely so they, in return, genuinely like you. And that's all the questions we have time for today. If you have a question, tweet it at Barbara Corcoran, and I may just answer it on a future episode. You've been listening to Business Unusual with me, Barbara Corcoran. Come back next week to hear more steps and missteps I took on the path to success on Business Unusual. Business Unusual is part of the iHeartRadio podcast network. Be sure to follow Business Unusual on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts.